when you have a chance, check out the Accessible Media Inc. Facebook page. It's available to you. You can like it. See what's going on on there. Lots of stuff to read up on. If you want to follow AMI-audio on Twitter, at AMI-audio is the handle. That's at AMI-audio. Just follow along. You can see what's coming up on the live shows and interact, of course, with AMI-audio. Run me over there. She's at All Rams on Twitter. I'm at AMI Kelly Mac. Thank you very much, guys, out there for the follows. Appreciate it. And if you want to give us a call, one 509 4545 Leave a message. Mention it's for Kelly and Company. And give us permission to use your message on air if you don't mind. Otherwise, we won't. one 509 4545 is that number to call. As mentioned, Rummy and Luther, Kelly McDonald, we are the hosts of the program. Co-producer Jeff Ryman now joins us to talk health headlines. I'm Jeff Ryman with The Health Report. I bring you the latest studies, advice, and health headlines from major newspapers, magazines, and the Canadian press. Last segment, we were discussing the price of wings dropping. Jeffrey, you said you noticed it in the store almost by half. Yeah, I did. So a couple, I'd say about a month, month and a half ago, I picked up just a basic package of chicken wings. I'd say maybe like two, maybe three pounds worth for about $16, $18, somewhere in that range. Uh, the exact same package last week or last weekend was about half that price, around wow. $9. So I I have noticed, and uh, I'm going to have to stock up my freezer now. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know what's going to happen. And they didn't bill it as a sale, right? It was just a regular price. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just uh, the regular price. Like there was no – I checked the flyers. I always check the flyers for anything that can sale in terms of meat like that. And no, it was just the everyday price. Awesome. That's really good. Sir, where are we starting today? Yeah, we can start with some food as well. Um, If somebody brings you something, um, do you immediately ask for salt and pepper? Like, are you one of those? (laughs) No, no. Quit it. Quit it. What the heck? (laughs) Have you been meeting with a medium or something like that? My mother reached out to you and said, Jeffrey, ask Kelly about his salt. No, I don't do that. I stopped doing that when I was... Yeah, I stopped doing that a long time ago. So just to contextualize, even before trying the food for salt and pepper, go straight in with extra salt. That's what I'm assuming. Like, you know, when I used to white cap them? Yeah, no, I would wait. Try a... Not even one bite. Try a few bites first because I am trying to um, acclimate to eating less sugar. Okay, hold it, hold it. Both. So now you're doing that, but did you ever go through, just on my own curiosity? No, no, I just used to cook with so much salt anyways. Oh, okay. Like I just assumed stuff was salty. (laughs) Yeah, my, my, my mom used to say to me when I was a kid that like I'd start putting the salt on. She'd say, I cooked with enough of it. Don't! I know. But seriously, we do cook with enough of it. Yeah, a lot of people do. Um, but for me personally, like after the meal has been brought to the table, you're just about to dig in. I'm like you, Ram. Like I will take a couple of bites. If it needs a little salt and pepper, then sure, I might add a little bit. But there are some people, like I have friends. Mm. Um, some of my best friends just love salt, and obviously, it's not I good do too, for you. But, but you can before. Yeah, but before they even taste anything, they, yeah. they throw it on. Mm. Like it, the the one thing that that I think is really funny is that my mom does it, and these same friends do it too. If they go and get fries 
from a fast food place, they immediately add more salt to it. And I'm thinking, add salt they're salt. already salty. Like, there's already salt on them. You don't need any more. But before they even try a fry, they uh, put more salt on it. Like, there are people out there like that. Um, and it's kind of funny, kind of weird. And Is there a meat you do that too? Not healthy. Um, no. I mean, uh, like Rum said, Try it if it does need salt and pepper, which in my case mm-hmm. is extremely, extremely rare. Like I usually throw salt and pepper in as I'm cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Rarely, very rarely do I add any salt and pepper. Yeah, I, I don't, like I don't add salt. Pepper, I don't add salt to, to anything I cook now because I figure it's got it if it's something I've bought. Uh, the, the What I do is add garlic. Yeah. Well, Ooh, I mean, that, that's, it's to fool me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can bit. add other things, right? That is hopefully not making things worse. The thing with salt is most likely there's enough sodium in what you're whatever you're cooking anyways, yeah. unless you've used absolutely all whole ingredients, no sauces, none of the, you know, packaged or canned or bottled stuff, and then you can assume that there's no salt in your food. And garlic powder, right? Yeah. Powder. yeah, yeah. Not the garlic yeah. salt. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So there was a new study that says you may want to hold off on putting that extra salt on. Like we all know we cook with salt. It's a given. Like food definitely needs salt, even though some things don't necessarily taste salty after you've salted it. It's just how the world of the culinary arts goes. Um, But there was a new study that said adding salt to your meal at the table is associated with a lower lifespan and a higher risk for early death. Now, this study looked at more than 500,000 people uh, in the UK and who responded to a questionnaire between 2006 and 2010 about their salt habits and the frequency in which they added salt to their food. So, before you start revisiting all your favorite recipes, researchers were only looking at how much salt was added after the meals in question were cooked. So researchers right. found that, that or followed up with participants about nine years later and found that more salt people or the more salt people added to their meals, the greater the risk of uh, early death. However, those people consuming high levels of salt could lower their risk by eating more fruits and vegetables. So there is sort of a bit of a counterbalance to that. Uh, Furthermore, the American Heart Association recommends adults consume no more than 2,300 milligrams of salt per day, but notes the, quote, ideal limit is 1,500 milligrams per day. Consuming too much salt can raise blood pressure, uh, which can obviously turn into heart disease, stroke, kidney disease. Um, that is all from the what the Heart Association Association um, did say. So, do we know what the average I don't know. is? The average consumption. It doesn't say. It does not That's say. That's what I'm afraid in of. This. I know it's really hard to track um, salt, especially um, from home cooking. Like obviously in a packaged food, you can track the macros. It tells you just how much salt is in one serving. But if you're home cooking and if you have just family recipes that you just know off the top of your head, um, 
you know, a pinch could turn into two pinches or you just go to taste. Like you have really no idea how much uh, sodium you could be putting into your meals. So, but it, it's just interesting to see that it's not the salt that goes into the cooking. It's more of the sodium after it's already been served. So if you're one of those people who, like I said, like to add salt to just about everything, you may want to think twice about that. Mm. Yeah, I I think that there's just um there's just so many years or habits I guess of us eating so much salt. Um it's in everything and let's just be honest, you go into a grocery store and you're more, more likely you know, perusing through or picking up salty stuff than not salty stuff. It's the same conversation with sugar, right? Like mm. we're just, it's just everywhere. So we honestly have to um, step away from the, even the default marketing in order to, to feel like you're eating healthy. And salt is a funny one because for years, of course, as a preservative to protect food, to make it last, everything like that, on top of taste, it became the baseline. So the, having it very much over what we need was a baseline. And then we're adding more to it because, of course, we defeat, oh, I can really taste this salt. The only time you can really taste salt is when you've been off it, when you've quit it for quite a while. So uh, it's really a, a hard thing for a lot of people, and yet, um, like Julia Carancha said on our program, we don't want to get to where we make it a villain. It's our mm. use of it and how we yep. have to look and realize, is it already there because our bodies need it? And also, yeah, like it, on that note, Jeffy, um, the you don't want to get to the point where you've eaten so much salt for so long that now because of blood pressure or, in my dad's case, diabetes, uh, they're saying cut salt altogether, like cut salt for, you know, even testing purposes, right? Like um, there was one week where my dad had to be absolutely sodium free. And that was so difficult because, you know, mm -hmm. instead of taking it upon ourselves to just eat less salt or, you know, reduce it or eliminate it altogether when we can, we just continue our lifestyles. And then worst comes to worst, you have to cut it out regardless. Yeah, well, it really is to go cold turkey because I feel like just yeah. about everything you buy in the store has salt in it. Um, but like I said, there are sort of ways to counterbalance that and eating fresh fruit and vegetables is one way to go. And actually one of the dietitians in this um, article, she wasn't involved in this study that was in the UK, but she is a, a registered dietitian. And she recommends cooking at home, obviously. I mean, if you go out to restaurants, uh, you really have no control over how much salt is being put into it. And then maybe even after the fact, um, there, there could be some sort of garnish on top that could uh, add to that sodium level. So cooking at home is definitely one of those ways where you have more control over that salt shaker uh, while you're making that meal. Um, and... Also, like I mentioned, reading the ingredients on your products, um, substituting in herbs in spice blends without mm -hmm. salt, I think you guys sort of hit that already with, you know, maybe instead of adding salt and pepper to your corn on the cob, maybe you just go with pepper. I mean, it, it still tastes great if you want to cut down on that sodium. Um, garlic could, could, could definitely be any herb and spice that you want. Uh, could definitely help here with that sodium intake. 
Um, and then the processed foods. Um, that's probably the big one. I know it's usually quick and easy. Processed foods are a whole other beast in itself in terms of health and how it's pretty much unhealthy for you. But those things, um, any sort of processed food is typically just loaded with uh, excess salt. So again, just, just be cautious, read those labels, um, buy foods that, you know, there are some things that say reduced sodium or reduced salt on it. Um, you know, it still tastes good. You might not even notice that there's less salt in certain things, but, uh, just be mindful of what you're purchasing, what you're putting in your body. And again, read those labels and Again, you can potentially lower that sodium take. I know it's hard. I know it is really hard, um, but it's definitely doable uh, if you put in the time and effort. Well, and unfortunately, we have too many things like high blood pressure that run whether you're good with salt or not. But we do know that if you're not so great with it, there you go. That thing that adds to it. Uh, and, and you just don't want any of that stuff going on. It's, it's so tough because you don't want to vil- villainize it. But you also got to be smart with it and think, hey, I like this mm-hmm. kind of food. Fries, I don't need to add to it. But it's amazing how your brain can be fooled and you think, these fries are so bland without some salt added. Yeah, it's just what you're used to. Yeah, it really does become a very strange, uh, <laughs> salt just seems to have that weird effect that way. Ah, love it. Anyway, uh, Jeffy, thanks a lot, pal. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> Jeff Ryman, co-producer on the program. On Wednesdays, he brings us health headlines. He just salts the uh, segment with a bunch of information. (laughs) On uh, Fridays, he's back with Lifestyle. We'll talk to him then here on the program. And I think he's got a what in the world on the uh, schedule this week, too. So we'll hear from him next soon. Coming up, Greg David, and we reach into the vault and play a previous segment with him. Stay tuned.